0: Hi, I'm Christina Zarenko, and this is SEO in 2023.
1: Christina, what is your number one SEO tip for 2023?
0: My number one tip as SEO tip in 2023 would be make sure that Google can actually index, see and index the content that you're putting out there on your website.
1: So how Bigger problem is this, actually? Are you saying that people are publishing, say, blog posts, and they don't even realize that Google aren't indexing them?
0: Yeah, sometimes, especially uh, in our modern world, when there is so so much more JavaScript than we used to have. And uh, now people are aware that, oh, Google can understand JavaScript, which is true, but it can understand JavaScript if you make sure it's understandable to google so sometimes people or for example internal linking as well so sometimes people would be just investing a lot of energy and money in creating content without making sure that google can can actually index it because if google can't index it then google can't rank it and if google can't ranking that basically you're wasting money and time instead of making sure that uh, these pages are out there in the search results and bringing your, you those uh, leads and uh, attracting audiences to you.
1: So, so, I mean, what are some typical reasons why Google may not be indexing content. Is it as simple as perhaps not having any internal links to a page? Um, Is it the fact that um, certain sections of a page, as you alluded to, might um, be JavaScript-powered and might not necessarily be that easy for Google to actually understand what's going on?
0: Yeah, I feel that you have a lot of answers in your question already. (laughs) But yeah, so, so... Sorry. Basically, if we... No worries, but uh, so if we think about content in general, the, one of the reasons might be that the content is thin because you might be having just a couple of paragraphs or a couple of sentences on the page, and it's not enough for a page to stand out in the search results. But when we are talking about really good and thought thought about content uh, that was created by uh, good writers, so the reasons then can be in. Uh, for example in javascript because especially if you're using single page applications or uh if there's something that has recently been ch- been changed on your website like for example uh text tag has changed if you're using using client side rendering which is very typical for single page applications out of the box because they're using uh javascript frameworks that don't allow them to be uh, properly indexed so and another another thing would be uh, website structure and internal linking, uh, exactly as you said, because uh, you need to make sure that basically a website is an organism, right? And every mm. part of the website should be connected to each other. So every time a new page is added to the website, you should have a process of like, okay, how do we integrate this page? Is it In most of the cases that would be automatic like for example if you have a blog post um, and uh, you have a blog that lists all those pages but you need to make sure that it exists and you can also do something more like for example create a blog of recent posts or if it's uh, product pages a blog with recent products that came to stock on uh, an e-commerce website so yeah you need to make sure that uh, any new pages integrated on the website and, in general, that your uh, website is indexable and all the content that you want Google to see is seen in the rendered HTML.
1: Is there some best software to use that you could recommend that, first of all, identified pages that perhaps have been dropped by Google or are no longer indexed by Google? And secondly, is there similar software that you would also recommend that um, perhaps tells you which pages aren't as fully crawlable as you would like them to be?
0: Yeah, so my favorite tool ever in all times is Google's, Google Search Console because it's first-hand information uh, to you from Google. So you can see there how many uh, resources and requests are spent on HTML requests versus JavaScript, and also you can see any uh, changes in your pages rankings and impressions on Google and you can obviously see what pages are for example discovered but not indexed crawled but not indexed so this is the best tool ever. And uh, there is also URL inspection tool there where you can see rendered HTML versus just like source code that you would see in the browser. Another tool uh, would be um, Screaming Frog because it can show you how much of the content is text-based versus uh, JavaScript-based. Just an example, recently I uh, did a task crawl one website, which I saw was really relying on uh, JavaScript. And I saw that uh, about 98 eight percent of content on each page was relying on JavaScript, which does, does does not necessarily mean that they are not uh ranking or Google doesn't see it, because if it sees this content in rendered HTML, that's fine. But also relying uh just on for normal normal text to be seen only in rendered HTML versus uh source code is a little bit risky in my view.
1: And within Google Search Console, is there any particular alert? that you would recommend setting up so that you are aware as soon as possible when something does go wrong?
0: Well, I'd say that, like, so in Google, Google Search Console sends you many alerts itself, not all of them. (laughs) need your attention, especially mobile-friendly alerts, uh, to be honest. Uh, But I'd use something different, like, for example, uh, Content King or something like that to make sure that you are alerted if there is something going on. Also, in Google Analytics, you can set alerts. For example, let's say a page has a very, like, severe drop compared to last year or last week or last month, whatever, you set it up, and you can get an alert saying that it means that maybe this page got uh, de-indexed or something uh, went wrong. But yeah, if you're using uh, something as uh content king, it will alert you about the changes on the website as well and the impact of those changes.
1: Okay, great. Okay. Now, you also talk about using technical SEO to control your website performance on Google. What do you mean by that?
0: Yeah. So basically, uh, to me, there are three pillars of technical SEO. Like, first of all, there are pages that you want to be indexed, and that need to be indexed. Secondly, there are pages that you don't want to be indexed or crawled by Google. And third one is basically about page experience. And you, as a technical SEO, have control over each of these stages. So if you see that okay, so these are most important pages, and they want them to be indexed, and they want them to be crawled. Then, as a technical SEO, what you do? You make sure that uh, they are not just allowed in robots.txt. They have index follow meta robots directives or no meta robots directives at all on the page, which means basically means index follow. And you make sure that internal linking is properly set up so these pages have um, priority uh, on the website. And Google can see this, that there is sitemap XML uh, with, um, uh, with the right tags, like, uh, for example, last uh, modified. So these are the things that basically, I would say hygiene that will help you make sure that your website is set up properly and you actually benefit and benefit much quicker from the content that you're creating.
1: When do you actually make a decision to remove content or remove pages from Google's index? Because Google nowadays are looking for... You know, unique, distinct, brilliant, high quality, great user experience content. And quite often, maybe older websites have a legacy of having thousands of pages that are perhaps not great um, for users, um, just intended to rank in search engines. Mm-hmm. Um, so so how harsh are you in terms of getting rid of those types of pages? And um, where do you de- define what to get rid of and what to keep?
0: Yeah, it's a good question. So basically, I, I'm not I'm not a website control freak. So for example, if a website has some older pages, that's totally fine. It's just what the percentage of these pages. If let's say 80% of the website is outdated and uh, is no longer useful, then well, it's one way to approach it and if there're just like a couple of pages, then maybe it's not even priority at all. So uh, the next thing, if there are pages that need to be removed well, Again, there are a couple of options there. They can be improved, they can be merged, for example. And by improved, I mean they can be updated with the new content, which is more relevant right now. They can be merged with other pages, or they can be removed if you no longer need this information, if your users no longer need this information. And yeah, you just need to make sure that you uh, set up, for example, redirect. especially if these old pages have uh, external link pointing to them. So it's a whole project by itself uh, where you don't want to just uh, go and delete, 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 delete the page. You need to make sure that you understand what you are doing and you need to have like these process like do i need this page yes no uh do users need this page because sometimes well you might not need this page, like need this page to get ranking but you but your users might need this page for example all the users uh that sign up for your uh let's say software something just coming up with random examples uh long ago but they still need to have access to this page well if you don't need this page to be indexed but need this for users no index this page so yeah there are ways that um, and things that need to be considered before you make any serious uh, decisions about removing the pages that you have on the website
1: Understood. That was a great point about users. Is this page relevant for users? Because I think naturally many SEOs would be looking at content and thinking, well, there are no internal links to this page. There are no links from other sites to this page. It's a fairly poor quality page. Let's get rid get rid of it completely. And there might be some way of that um, user reaching the page. Maybe it's actually part of some kind of um, autoresponder sequence that, that, that actually does a good job of um, getting people back to your website. So, Great point there as well. Just one further final point actually in relation to maybe technical changes on your site. We talked a little bit um, in the beginning about um, introducing JavaScript to a site and perhaps actually moving a site to maybe a new CMS and having lots of different technical changes happening to your site at the same time. So if you do suffer rankings, probably because of that. But you've had so many different technical changes happening at the same time. How do you go about identifying which technical change is likely to have had the most significant part in the the change, the, the reduction in rankings?
0: Yeah, it's a really good question. And I don't think that there is a very easy answer to that. Because so... My preference would usually be to queue the changes, so basically don't make all the changes at once. Like, for example, if you're changing the domain, and then you're changing the website structure, and then you're also doing redesign, well, maybe you need to do this in phases, because then it will be so much easier to see what worked and what didn't work like for example if uh design was not uh redesign was not done properly for example ms was not uh part or was not in the loop uh, of this redesign then you can then see what's going on and it can be easier to identify the issue and fix this issue but when it comes to like making all these changes at once the first thing that i would do is to see basically if everything was implemented properly were there redirects in place even redirects for images, not only uh, redirects for normal HTML URLs, right? Because uh, I've seen situations when websites would suffer from traffic decrease just because they didn't redirect their image URLs and they were relying a lot on the image traffic from Google image search. Uh, That's a very common issue, unfortunately. So yeah, so I would see what's going on, what was not done correctly, and in most likely, this thing that was not done correctly is influencing uh, that decrease in rankings or impressions and clicks. If everything is done correctly, but there is still decrease, well, maybe Google needs more time to review the website, reevaluate the website. And as there were many changes before that. Google will need more time because, for example, just changing a domain without changing any website structure or doing redesign is easy. It's quite easy for Google to pick up all those uh, clues and changes on your website. But if you did all of it, just it's a basically new website to Google and it needs time to reevaluate all the signals that it used to have for this website. So the last thing that I would say about migrations is that you need to understand that any migration is a little bit, involves some risk. And the more things, the more changes you make, the more risks there are. So it's uh, unrealistic to expect that. Even if, which is really very, very important, and SEO included on early stages <laughs> of website migration, even if in this case, uh, SEO included in the early stages, it does not guarantee that there will not be temporarily decreases in traffic, because you can't control it fully.
1: Absolutely, and I like your early point about um, the immediate response to the the question was well. You really have to do everything at once. Uh, and I think yeah. the suggestion of perhaps actually making everything in a step change and the SEO being more of a an internal stakeholder manager and really emphasising to different um, IT teams or uh, whoever happens to be involved with whatever migration is happening, the potential impact and the opportunity to identify issues if you, you're only doing things on a step-by-step basis. So. Great point there. Well, uh, Christina, you you can talk about that for for, forever. And we can debate that forever, of course. And you shared us, you know, a, a lot of information about what SEO should be doing in 2023 already. So now let's talk a little bit about what SEO shouldn't be doing. So what's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive? What's something that SEO shouldn't be doing in 2023?
0: so for me what seo should be doing is doing something purely for seo and in most cases this would be creating seo content and well we all know about helpful content updates so (laughs) that's something that is already helping to like you know turn these things in our minds but also I think that it's so easy to get caught up into doing like this optimization, this optimization, and this optimization, but without seeing the full picture of what your users actually need. What do they come to your website for? What user intent they have? So, and forgetting that the main point is to meet the user intent and to make sure that the, the user can go um, can move further through the funnel, right? And I think it's really important to understand that and it's really important for SEOs to sometimes like zoom out and see a bigger picture and uh, instead of saying like, oh no, 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 we need to change like the whole page template because it will be better for SEO, ask yourself. be better for users is there a compromise or is there something that can be not even a compromise but can serve users and seo at the same time not only seo or not only users because at the end of the day seo is just one channel of bringing people to the website, the right people to the website, so that they can proceed further and uh, uh, click CTAs and submit forms or buy products, whatever you are doing on the website. But yeah, and it needs to be aligned with all other strategies and with user experience, obviously.
1: Christina Azarenko is founder at Marketing Syrup Academy, and you can find her over at marketingsyrup.com. Christina, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2023.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Get your copy of SEO in 2023, the book, over at SEOin2023.com.